Well, welcome to Coffee with Vern, a time where we have intentional conversations about the gospel and we desire to talk about theological truth. Thanks for joining us. We hope you can learn and grow and be fed through this. Well, Boker Tov, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to Coffee with Vern with our special episode today. We've got Brother Rob in the house, big bass man, Rob. Yes, we've already adjusted the microphone and have gotten it to where it is ready to resonate your low tones, brother. I hope it does. Yes, there you go. <laughs> um, but uh, we've got a special episode. Last week we talked about music and worship music and that kind of atmosphere. And then today we wanted to bring in um, our good friend, one of our brothers on staff, but also our worship leader, music guy at the church here at West Acres, um, Brother Rob. And so we're going to talk a little bit about music. Uh, we're also going to spend some time having an introductory episode. If you don't know a little bit about Rob, this will be an opportunity for you to learn as we've done with, well, Josh and an embarrassing picture we've done with Malone. Um, we, we still need to do an introductory episode for you. Do in we front though? Of the camera. No, Absolutely. I've been in front of the camera twice and that's two well, times too many. Three is the number. Um, just look well. into the scriptures. And so <laughs> okay. we shall do that. You're welcome. And, Stretch. um, Jesus, Jude. <laughs> Just being honest, it's just like Rob's softball jersey number is going to be number 40. <laughs> <laughs> and so I would have been number seven for completion, but you oh, know, but uh, we're going to do that. And then in a couple weeks, uh, give you an announcement. We've got brother Larry on here. Sweet. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. And you will have a sweet surprise. Yeah, I was about to say, hopefully Make he does. Make sure you watch that episode. Yeah, you'll want to watch it, not listen Don't to listen. It. You're going to want to watch that episode because he, right. he came up with the idea. I actually didn't originate this one. And so last week in our meeting, that was a good surprise. But mm. it'll be good. But we do. Today we've got a good episode. I've been looking forward to having Brother Rob in here. Um, I've Man, Rob's known me since I had a bowl cut, yes. um, unfortunately. And uh, we have video of all that, by the way. Anybody wants to know, come to my office. I have archives of James when he was leading VBS and oh, all kinds man. of stuff. James is a good dancer too. Oh, yeah, with no. his with his Britney Spears Choreo- choreography. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. So good. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no dancing in church. No dancing in church. Uh, my <laughs> choreography on stage with my skinny jeans and twig self. Yes. Yeah, I forgot you were here for that. Yep. You were, and when I had to do it a couple of years ago, even I had yep. to sub in on that one. That was awful for me. I can't. I can never. Well, Peter's coming. He may ask you again. I already told Peter. Like, <laughs> I, I think we've already bribed him to ask you. Yeah. I mean, I told him. I said, I'm now on staff, so I'm just going to tell you no, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, I'll take it up with the big man if I have to. But oh, um, no. So we've. Uh, it's going to be good, but. Me and Rob, we've been friends uh, since he definitely started. Um, I've been under his leadership in the music aspect, and so I was excited just to get the brother now up in here. Um, And so we're going to do that. We're going to kind of just introduce you because reality is when you do music, sometimes you don't get to share a lot. And so not a lot of people probably get to hear like a pastor could put a sidebar or something like that in their message. And so we'll give the people an opportunity to get to know you um, and whatnot. But uh, let's just get into it. Sound good? So my first rapid fire question, is your name Rob or Robert? Robert. Okay. That's because that's the, that's the question that comes about. My best yeah. friend was Robert growing up. Um, we never called him Rob, but we had Big Rob that we called. And so, so Robert, and you're from Kansas. Yes. Originally. Mm-hmm. Okay, born and born raised. And raised. Mm-hmm. What part of Kansas? South. 
Wichita area. I was born in a town of about eight to 10,000 people. And you said you're not a Wichita. Well, you pull for Wichita, but if I remember, you said that's like Augusta State yeah. to a degree. Mm-hmm. Wichita State, yeah, you kind of a local thing. I used okay. to go there some when I was a kid, and so it was always but a fun thing a to big do. Big Kansas fan, yeah, but KU is kind of the, the the Georgia of the area. And Kansas mm-hmm. State, why not Kansas State? Uh, I've always wondered that. You just, I don't know. Maybe that's like it's like Georgia, Georgia Tech, Tech fan yeah. towards, oh, but it's man. not the same because it's like. You don't have that ignorance versus smart, kinda, <laughs> you know, Reality. argument, you know, uh, kind of a thing. That's they're probably pretty equal schools in, in the sense of what they teach and what they learn and all of those. For things. all those so, dog fans, yeah. So it's whether you like purple or blue, you know, gotcha. so oh, wow. maybe. I always wondered, you know, because different states, if there was that different state rivalry, yeah, like Clemson and USC, a little bit, kind of like Georgia Tech, Georgia, a little bit, but and. If you, my Clemson fans, you can debate me, but um, I was curious. So Kansas fan, big KU fan from Kansas, the, Wichita. You lived in the Wichita area. Um, it's now, a funny story when I when Pastor called me. Yeah, um, the first time to in, the first interview talk we had, we talked for an hour, and it was a really good conversation. And I don't remember if we talked about where we were from or anything, but I got online and kind of looked and in his biography uh, online mm-hmm. for the church. Uh, it said that he was a big Kentucky fan. Mm. So I immediately texted him and said, I don't think this is going to work out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how a KU fan and a Kentucky fan can get along, but God's yeah. been gracious. And, yeah. and uh, it's yeah. been good. Because I'm not, I'm not into basketball big, you know. So like the, I know the rivalry. I think sure. anyone in sports knows the rivalry, but it's not one of those that I've fully ever understood. Yeah. Like where it started, the birth of it. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot more about UNC and Duke, sure, um, yeah. than I do the KU and UK thing. But um, yeah, I I feel like I remember you telling us that because they, I mean, growing up playing basketball under Pastor, they have yeah, big good UK fans, yeah, yeah. Um, and like I remember when he got to go sit. I think did he sit on the side, like on court? Well, they side? went way up front, uh, up top. Yeah. And then they brought them all. Down. Yeah, I've yeah. heard yeah. many stories, and so that's funny. It's kind of funny how the Lord works. Puts a KU guy in the UK, yeah. um, Georgia, and the Georgia Tech fan. You know, that's yeah. how it works. It's a tough life. The, the body of Christ, we're all unified. That's right. <laughs> but um, yeah, so now you went to school uh, at Friends mm-hmm. University. I actually, started at community college. Okay, uh, God just kind of led me that. I was not uh, into music. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was into music, but through but that's not what I wanted to do I didn't know what I wanted to do right I I just hadn't been and I don't know that I was actually necessarily seeking at the time of Mm -hmm. of what God would have to do with my life but just you know that's what you did you went to school and college after yeah and so through that it was an interesting um one of my uncle's friends that he went to school with ended up being uh, the music person I actually auditioned Mm -hmm. to be in the choir and got a scholarship through that and that's a lot of the reason that I went there yeah and uh, so it was just kind of neat how God had his hand, uh, even in picking the community college that I went to. Right. And then through that, uh, uh, interesting, I was waiting tables uh, in a small town next to story. that. story, yep. And people had heard me sing over here, and their daughter was the jazz professor at Friends University and okay. said, hey, you need to go audition. I'm like, I don't know. I'm doing pretty good here. I'm waiting tables right. and managing during the day. And, you know, just, again, never had a whole lot of big ambitions in life. And right. But I uh, went to audition, and they offered me a great scholarship I couldn't turn down. And so God led wow. to Wichita. So he's just just always had his hand yeah. on directing me to things I needed to do in order to 
be in his will and ignorance is bliss and right. reliance on God and just that faith of that he will take you places. And so music wasn't a thing from the start. You're like, that's what I'm going to do. Well, I mean, it's kind of part of it growing up. Okay. My dad uh, was a lay uh, music guy. So, I mean, I had a nice low voice and, and uh, it was different. They, they say those kind of go in cycles. Like you'll have a lot of tenors for like a generation and then wow. a lot of basses yeah. the next generation. So my particular uh, generation, there weren't a whole lot of low basses. And so I can see I was, that. Uh, yeah, so now I mean, you look at Christian music. I was going to say, right? I can it's see the tenor generation. Altos. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Think yeah. about, yeah, yeah. Leland and like, soprano men. Yeah, yeah. no, no they joke. Sing and you can't. Is that a guy or a girl? That's singing right. That part sometimes. <laughs> so it's tell. always interesting to you know Tomlin kind of set that standard and and so I and that was a lot of what hold me held me back from wanting to be a part of right. that much church music because it was you know mm-hmm. I can't sing high and those kind of things. So it was right. interesting. Like, how am I going to even lead hymns? Uh, but through technology that, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm young enough that I caught the beginning of all that yeah. and was able to find places where I could modulate the songs and yeah, different types of things. You came in right so, in a good era when that technology was I did. definitely, it was starting yeah. to birth. Early on, I had to really look for it, but um, shortly after right. there started to be Lifeway.com, different places right. that kind of mm. came along and those were all brand new at the time. Um, and yeah. so you could, you could go out and find that stuff to where you could, you could, you could sing it. Right. And then that time too, where modern songs were being done, uh, brought to the church mm-hmm. on a different level to where before you had to buy all these thousands of dollars of like celebration. <laughs> you told me about yeah. that. You yes. know, every couple of years they would come out with yeah. the, the new songs that were now already five years old. Right. And, uh, so that's how you kind of did it back then. And so you you couldn't just go out and get a brand new song unless right. you play guitar and you could kind of hear play by good, ear yeah follow it those guys could 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 do it uh, but generally for people to put music in front of them you just couldn't get it that's just amazing to me how like how far we've come because now it's one click yeah. yeah and you can get however yeah. many sheets yeah. with and uh, whatever this key you want right. for yeah. two bucks yeah. you can get whatever key yeah two fifty I think it is I'm pretty sure it's we can we we even do like a prepay with Lifeway right so I get ours for like thirty five cents I mean it's crazy <laughs> how cheap it is and you used to, have to buy hymnal on hymnal yeah, yeah. twelve bucks a piece well, and see that's funny to me because I didn't know any of that stuff. And you have some people in churches like technology is the devil. Well, technology gets you good music. Right. So, yeah, right. well, it's advanced. Well, so much. they may still feel like it's not good music. <laughs> well, depending yeah. on the era that they're in. We'll right. bring you back in for that <laughs> conversation <laughs> another day. Yeah, that's a whole <laughs> episode. About me. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's amazing to me because even what you're talking about yesterday in staff with like the CCLI thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that I. I mean, I've seen in churches, especially some of the small churches I've been in where they've put the CCLI number on the side, and mm-hmm. I know it looks tacky, it but looks I, so tacky. I always wonder why they're doing that. I never yeah. thought about it yeah. and how far we've come now. Yeah, now we have to consider streaming, the yes. CCLI yeah. for streaming. Right. New envelope and payment yeah. that we have to make. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just uh, it's interesting to see where, and even, I mean, I'm 24, even to just see in the last five or six years where we've come from or even once when you started here and I was under your leadership to to now the advancement because I remember when I first started leading freshman year I could go on ultimateguitar.com and get any song I oh, want man. in the right key yeah. now they're all the wrong key because the, they put all these restrictions but you're taking I used me to back just copy to, and paste word document yeah, yeah. you're taking me back to praise band days yeah well I mean that's what it was it was like yeah. hey how many copy papers do we need tonight from Ultimate Guitar? <laughs> what was crazy. the website that had all the songs that you could just go in and download that they ended up taking that away? Do you remember what I'm talking about? Back in the early 2000s. LimeWire. 
Napster. Napster is when Napster I was, was first. Yeah. I mean, LimeWire was, like was next. Right? Before the, you know, when the internet just came out, you could yeah. copy and. Well, yeah, whatever. Napster yeah. came out and it was crazy. Then yeah. LimeWire came out and then everybody realized you're going to get crazy viruses from LimeWire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was all easy, though. Yeah, until the government well, yeah. got control of it. Until the and government then, got control yeah. of it. Yeah. Yep. And so all those restrictions now, Ultimate Guitar, they've got their own app yeah. and everything. Yeah. That's Which how is a good thing for a musician. I right. mean, that's how they get, how they paid, get paid, how they make their money, and yep. those Absolutely. kind of things. Even in, especially, in, I would say, in the Christian world, because you know, it's, there's not the money mm-hmm. that there is in the secular world. Yeah. So yeah, uh, so they, true. you know, we need to be even more cautious. And, right. And I, I will say, it's also one thing it's done for some of the musicians. I like it's caused them to be like, you know what? We'll compile all of our sheets and sell it to you for this now. much. Yeah. Yeah. Like passions resource website, exactly. you know, it's caused Even them to give you the right. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. It's great to have all that every year. Mm-hmm. used to look forward to that. Yep. And, Cause yeah. for a while you were kind of guessing. And they were oh, the only ones. Yep. Yeah. For a long well, time. they have the, what, what is, uh, you were talking about last week, Shane and Shane's involved with worship the initiative, worship initiative. Yeah. I, I checked that out after we talked about it and it's crazy. It's, it's so easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have it's and their website thing is, it's interesting, but I think it's like a hundred dollars a year, yeah, something look, like that. It's pretty cheap, and what you, you get free tutorials on any song, and then if you want a piece of sheet music, it's a dollar. Yeah, I mean, you just purchase each one for a buck. Well, and they had it in categories, so mm-hmm. like piano, every strings, yeah, you know. And they came out with that because of everything that changed technologically, yeah. and they wanted people to have the right stuff to lead their congregations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's the worst is getting up there with the wrong chord on your piece of paper and realizing, <laughs> well, ultimate guitar failed me. Yeah. <laughs> Been there. Yeah. So, but so Friends University um, worked. I remember we talked about that on our way to Myrtle Beach when we went on that trip, all that. Now, when did you meet Miss Lisa? Met Miss Lisa at Community College. My second year okay. there, I was an ambassador. Uh, mm-hmm. So, someone who kind of showed people around campus and different things and, and was there for school early. So, it's like, Lisa's freshman orientation, I was there kind of helping show around those kind of things. And so we met through that and we didn't start dating at first, mm-hmm. but we're friends and different things for a while. So after about six months, we met and started dating and uh, we're married two years after we met. And did y'all ever sing together in college or anything? I can't, I think she might've been in choir when I was yeah. in choir because it's weird for me that first year, I don't think she necessarily was because she was a science major and and I was in music, so we weren't together a lot. And so I waited her for her a third year. I kind of sat out, but yet Slash took some classes. I yeah. think she might have been in choir that year, and I don't know if I – man, I'm getting old. I don't remember if I, <laughs> if I was. We might have been in choir that one year. I couldn't remember if yeah. I, I – I couldn't remember if you met her at Friends or in the yeah, community. Yeah, so we sat out, and, you know, she's the smart one. That was what was always crazy. She's the one that should have been in school, but she ended up putting me through school mm-hmm. um, through that and uh, got through that. God called. Uh, I had intentions to um, continue the voice training mm-hmm. and, and do some audition, set out another year, do some auditioning yeah. uh, for master school and, and to pursue singing some more opera type music and, and different things. But uh, we found out we were pregnant and uh, we didn't know why or how or what if that had happened. You know, it's, it's the typical when <laughs> you're that timing. young. It's like, yeah, I don't know what yeah. was going on, but we go to the office just thinking that she was sick and they, mm-hmm. they said, have you had a pregnancy test? And, we're like, why no? Why would we do <laughs> so, that? So that rocked my world, and uh, I began to kind of see. At the time, I was singing at a Presbyterian church, um, and had learned a lot through them, yeah. liturgical type things. And God, you kind of taught me a lot through uh, my time there, and was uh, 
getting to do that. And so we weren't really, she would, Lisa would kind of come to church with me then and uh, sometimes go to her home church and those kind of different things. And, and so really we kind of, it was kind of a reset really, you know, I think, I think with a lot of uh, people that age, when you, when your kids come along, it's okay, I'm grown up now. Yeah. Um, and so God really started working my heart because I started seeking him. It was like, what, you know, yeah. this you know, rocked my world. And, and God just poured out in me and through that summer, uh, we were set, we said, okay, we're getting in church. We did. And, and probably a few weeks in, uh, is when God said, uh, you're called the ministry. Mm, yeah. And uh, so we immediately went, there was just no doubt. And then kind of, you know, as I told people, my parents and, and different people was like, we had just been waiting on you. You know, yeah, we all knew, we knew that this was what oh, God wow. was doing in your life. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, funny. cause I wanted nothing to do with church, mm. not, not, not church, but ministry. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of a family, I have a great heritage uh, in the church. I obviously grew up in the church. As I said, my granddad was a pastor. Um, I have two uncles, three uncles really that were in the ministry. Um, and then my brother's a, is a music minister as well. So, uh, I knew enough to know I didn't want anything to do with it. Yeah. Uh, a lot of hardships, but you know, it's been, my ministry has been great. I've been very blessed and, yeah. mm. and, uh, so I'm very thankful for where God in me. But he called me there, uh, that summer, and then just uh, by only way God can line things up, uh, I went to a, a local church that was much like uh, West Acres, had a lot of great things going on, big orchestra, big choir, big drama, and all that stuff that you were doing back in the 90s. Yeah. Um, God had really just kind of uh, blessed them, and, and we just I just hit it off with the music guy. I didn't know him, and I had some people that we knew through the church, and, and we went to lunch one day, and he was just a, a, a great guy. Ended up being a, a huge mentor for me throughout my life. We still... Mm-hmm talk often and and talk about different things and I'll still shoot questions to him and ask him things about mm. what's going on and just such a knowledgeable guy I've done it for so long yeah so grateful to have people like that in my life that have guided me but he just opened me up to his ministry I mean it was just everything I would set he would talk to someone on the phone he would allow me to kind of listen and, true mentor yeah and hear what was how he would respond to that and things he would do and and pre- preparation for choir and all that stuff, which is, you know, just the music part of it. But, mm-hmm. but more of the, the, the music uh, ministry came pretty easy because, you know, you get a music training, you get the orchestra, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And so that, that becomes the easier side of it. But to learning how to love people and circumstances that come along uh, that we all have to face, whatever yeah. the ministry is, yeah. um, those are the things that you kind of have to learn how to do that and how to, how to work with yeah. people that – are hard to work with and, and those kind of things. Cause not everybody's that easy because we all come, come at things different yes. ways. Yeah. So, all different personalities. A, a tremendous opportunity. I growing up, my dad was the music guy. So we never really sang any modern songs at all growing <laughs> up. So for me, Lord, I lift your name on high at the time would probably been out for like 10 years. And that might've been the only modern song that I knew. Mm, and so, wow. uh, I had to really inundate myself with that and, and kind of learn that blended process even for myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember taking the time to make myself listen to the, I had a great friend and that I met in community college who, uh, moved to Wichita before I did. And then once I went up there to go to school, uh, he was there and we still hung out a lot as a dear friend. And, and he, I ended up calling him once I got to this church and he kind of came over and, and he was a more of a modern guy, mm-hmm. but he could do it all. He had a great tenor voice. And so he, he helped me immensely because I obviously a bass. And so uh, what was a trip is he would be like, man, you got to listen to these songs. And the difference between hearing a choral song <laughs> done modern, you know, from a modern song. And then like the, what you hear first right. makes such a difference in yes. how you feel like you like that song or the yes. style of that particular yes. song. And now it can be like, 
the style of the person, you know, who's done it, you know, did Carrie Job do it or did, you know, some of the, the passion do it. And so right. everybody has their own style. Yeah. And so it's even more so coming. So I would always hear the song coming from the choral aspect mm-hmm. and he would hear it from the radio first. He's like, man, you have got to listen to radio. And so I remember <laughs> making myself, I could always just hear the strum of the guitar and the cymbals and it just drove me crazy. <laughs> and I would, li- I was like, okay, I'm gonna listen for 15 or 20 minutes, you know, cause I, I've just got to do this. Right. And so finally, just one day, I don't know if you, ju- if I just learned the songs enough or what it was, or God changed my heart. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know what it was, but God just did a work in that. And so, you know, today, you know, I probably lean towards liking the more modern stuff mm. in the sense of what would be my style, if you would, right. if I were to say my style, um, that, that would be the more the way I enjoy worshiping. Um, but, uh, it was, it was quite the process to get through That's that. Funny. So again, God put somebody in my life that helped me where I right. needed to be pushed mm. um, because again, I would be stuck in my old ways if, if it weren't for God yeah. using other people in mm. my life. So I go on and on and on about people that, that God influence. has used because I'm stubborn, you know, just like most of us are, we don't want to not be who we are and we don't want to change. It's not easy. Yeah. Um, but as we do, it's amazing how God will use people to help us do that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> what we were talking about yesterday. Yeah, a little bit, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, so that's that's funny to me. You had to make yourself listen I did. to the I, radio. I, it was a discipline for me. I literally yeah. said, "Okay, twenty minutes. I'm going to listen to this." Because I drove a lot. Because at the time Lisa was working, and I, I drove and hauled Keaton to drop him off at daycare at my mom's or at her grandma's or at daycare or right. whatever he was doing at the time. Because he went to some preschool stuff, and you know we had to balance him. And Lisa had gone back to school at some point in all of that as well. And right. so it was a busy time. And so I was doing a lot of driving. I've got to do this. Right. Well, so. it, it's funny because that's with everything. Because I like my style that I like the best is like indie folk music. Yes. And so I didn't know there was Christian music out there like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, I used to not listen to the, you know, Christian music on the radio. And I'm like, man, I just can't get into it. And then James comes along because whoever was upstairs before him that I worked with, he only listened to choral music mm. like all and blared it mm-hmm. you know and so then james comes along and he I, I don't know james has magical knowledge of where all these new songs come from that's the only way i can describe it and so he started showing me this music i'm like i like this music how did i not know this music even existed there's an right. aurora of things yeah, well, yeah. Just have to do well the now digging. there is but there didn't used to be right nope. yeah I mean, it's, it's it's just so diverse now and you can mm-hmm. find more of what you like and, yeah and that's yeah. what i was saying like even like within the last <laughs> six five years yeah, i mean true. when i was leading with you before i went away to school i didn't have access to it like i do now yeah, yeah. and now it's it's insane i'll tell you one of the biggest I, I, in my opinion this opinion one of the greatest pushes moving forward for modern worship music has been spotify in the sense mm. that they they have in my opinion they're far beyond where apple is when it comes to their playlists like they make playlists and they add like they'll make a playlist around this theme or whatnot and they'll add songs to it and i've watched the artists be like thanks for putting us on this playlist yeah and i guess they ask for rights or whatnot but then you can find that style, and then there's just digging, digging, digging. Even with the metal scene, for me, you know, people make playlists too, right? Yeah, and you can and you like can, and you can share yes. them. Mm-hmm. And so through that is where I found all my stuff. And their know. algorithm is much better than Pandora's. It is. Yeah, oh yeah. my word! Yeah, yeah. I can't believe Pandora's still around. <laughs> no, there, right? Yeah. It's terrible. The suggested things I think that it's come just up. Old people learned to use it at one time, and we, they just stayed with it. Oh, maybe God. I don't. We I don't know we play it if it if it's on at our house. 
Like if we do music, it's it's usually through YouTube or Spotify if right. we turn on whatever. But like we'll have Pandora on, but that's only for the kids' Disney music. Oh, <laughs> like that's yeah. the only good yeah. thing that we use it for. It's it, their algorithm is awful. Yeah. Uh, but Spotify's shuffled algorithm, if you have the free app, is pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's kind of I, I was using my friends the other day, and it was free. I was like, wow, this is pretty good because I have the premium one. I was like, I didn't think it would be that good, but. You just have to dig. It's out there now. And I'll, uh, we were just talking about this beforehand. But I think the quality of music we're about to see here in the next year could be pretty good because of all the time people have had to themselves. And <laughs> so I quarantine. think there could be a huge aurora of things coming out. It could be aurora. good music and horrible lyrics. It could be great lyrics and horrible music. We don't know. We'll find out. Define what you mean by aurora. Just a vast Plethora? Amount. Plethora. Okay. Treasure chest. I don't know. My <laughs> words are... Just want to make five. sure. <laughs> yeah, two mornings since at five in the morning are starting to kick me in the, the booty. But um, no, I think it's I think that's cool. Um, it's one of the difficult things that it's been through since we're on music, like especially for choral music and, and where we are in our church, where I was brought in to, to, to help modernize us a little bit. You know, we're not a modern church and we're not trying to be right. just modern. We're still right. trying to be a blended, but, but on that scale, maybe a little bit more towards the the modern side of it um, to, to find choral music that does th- that meets that need. Mm. Cause most churches that are modern don't have a choir, right? right. And if they do, you know, they're using on risers and it's a whole different kind of look and feel than necessarily what, what we still do here. Um, so that's been difficult. And because of that shift, there's not as much money in, you know, a lot of churches don't even have choirs anymore. So we're still blessed to be able to, to have that. And I pray that we do for a long time. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, because there's most churches don't have choral music, it's not being purchased. Right. And so there's not as much accessibility to it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, back when I first started, I mean, you had Preston Wood, Brooklyn Tab, you know, all these three or four churches that you could always count on that every year had just dynamite stuff. And you were really just kind of weeding out what you didn't want right. to do. And now it's like, where is the good music? It's, mm-hmm. it's very difficult to find yeah. good yeah. choral music transition from even songs that it, it just becomes so cheesy yeah. is that still a good word to use oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll use it. it still to me still sounds so cheesy sometimes and uh but this here lately we we, yeah, we did some find stuff. some good stuff this last this spring here we've kind of come back this mm-hmm. last four weeks mm-hmm. and the song's just been dynamite yeah Dyn- I, I couldn't wait to get it's been a lot of years since i went to something heard music and couldn't wait to get back and bring it to the church wow so i this, this is really speaking and, and relevant songs and into where we are, and, awesome. you know, and hopefully that'll continue. Hopefully COVID pray, has done because it makes my that. job easier. Right. Yeah. It's like, people are like, Oh, I love these songs. I'm like, well, if there's good stuff, I'm going to bring it. I promise you, you know, I, yeah. I want to do good music too. You know? Well, and that's the, yeah. I mean, I think COVID has helped in a lot of amount of that. Cause yeah. even for, so for me in the theology world, mm-hmm. there's been a lot of books published that yeah. are really yeah. good. That yeah. it makes my job easier. Yeah. You know, and that's what I mean. The relevancy in the, in the message that's coming out of yes. during this time that we've gone through and the separation that we all feel mm-hmm. of being reminded of, of who Jesus is in that yep. still. And that's been in the, the message of the music, which then the music's pretty good too. And so you add it up and then you've got a great yep. worship song. Mm-hmm. And so, yep. I would agree. Cause, and, just for my gut punch people, you know, for the metal scene, I'll tell you, it's really good. It's almost as if they are expressing their hearts instead of just screaming. Can it's I, just can I say with almost a hundred percent confidence that nobody that listens to this podcast listens to metal music? It's okay. For those that want to do it, but 
Yeah, I think I think it's been really good because I, I will tell you the the blessing arrangement when you said you were doing that, yeah. I was like, "There's a there's a choir arrangement for that." Yeah, what? yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was serious? surprised when I heard it too. I mean, and, but it was it wasn't a cheesy arrangement. No. You know, I didn't hear like it random moved. trumpets yeah. in the background yeah. type deal. It yeah. was good. It moved my little Coco to raise her hands. And that precious. <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean it was it was done well and so i'm i'm hoping for more of that for your sake for the church sake for the global Mm -hmm. church sake Mm -hmm. because there i will i will say this as a music guy there is something special about a choir amen yeah and there's an image in it to expressing to what we will be doing for eternity well and if we can keep it going for long enough everything's cyclical anyways yes Mm -hmm. so choirs will come back and we can like yeah. We never quit. Where y'all been? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What you been we, doing? We've kept the choir robes. <laughs> yeah. We've kept the orchestra music. That's right. We haven't thrown it away. We don't use it, but we it's, ha- still, it's still here if if that day comes. Yeah. I still got my trombone, you know? There so you go. let me know. But no, I think that's cool. And so you, so you were in Kansas when you first got out and started ministry. Mm-hmm. Now you came to Georgia after Kansas or is there an in-between? No, no straight from kansas to georgia and you were in columbus is that right mm-hmm. yep for how many years two and a half and then to augusta yeah. mm-hmm. okay i couldn't remember if there was an in-between um i've been in three churches that. i was at my first church for 10 years it was a smaller church but had great i've always worked with great pastors i've been very very blessed um and so we we were best friends mm-hmm. um it was it was so hard when he left mm-hmm. uh, we worked together about almost seven years of course he was my the first guy that i worked with and so it was it was very difficult time there and yeah then, um and then it just kind of came to when i knew it was time for me to leave i was at my second church for like 10 months which was a strange yeah strange deal yeah uh, but uh i saw god was doing amazing things in that church as well we had started i was over discipleship music um a lot of different things so that involved even the kids and awanas and different things but we we had even gone as far as we're we're Sunday school classes were meeting at the juco there because we were out of space uh wow. at the church in this small town we were around wow. almost 300 and some uh, even in worship. And so we we're completely out of space and had a great youth guy as well at that time. And, um, it was a neat, neat time, but God grew me in going to someplace else. And, and the, the, the problems, circumstances that came up, they were all good, but I had to learn so much through that. And so God used that in such a great way, even in, in that 10 months to get me prepared for mm-hmm. where he's taken me to the next place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even though it was a weird that I was there and it was probably strange and difficult, I, you couldn't convince me there it was wasn't in all God's will through that, that, yep. that, that for them, for, for me, um, God used Absolutely. it. Absolutely, Cool. Yeah, no, it's, it's cool to see. I, I love talking, I mean, being a young, young guy in ministry, I love talking to older guys in ministry to see God's <laughs> hand moving older, older guys in ministry, what? Rob. Oh, I'm yeah. there. I can we'll see he admits he, it. Yeah. He's a little, it's not old. He's, he's not just old, a little older. Old yet. I mean, I'm old for a worship guy, I think, but I mean, he's more in shape than I am. Getting so close. just being honest, but you know, it's cool to see that. And so you're not old. No, not at all, brother. You still got hair on your head. Barely. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you still got it. That's all that matters. Um, Oh, I was going to roast Malone, but I'm not going to. Because I said Malone, I thought Malone was in his 40s one time. I said that yeah. long year. And that so, Malone, I'm sorry. I love you. That's scary. That I just want to be known I'm not the oldest guy on staff. You're not. He's not. That's right. He's not. So, that would be uh, Larry, but yeah. Pastor, and that then would be that Josh. Right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> number 16. That's right. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> that episode. I don't even know what to think about that one. But 
Cool. And then you have you did um, masters through Midwestern. You got yeah. me hooked there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's where I'm doing mine. And you've been at West Sickers six. Yeah, since 2014. Six years. Yeah, so six, almost seven. Yeah, almost seven. Yeah, because I graduated in 15. Yep. yep, that's right. Yeah, time flies. That's it. Yeah, and it does. And so, one of my, I have to share one of my favorite memories because me and mom were going through pictures the other day. Uh-oh. One of my favorite memories. This is the beauty of being here for my whole life is I have a memory from each person. Mm. Um, but, and Lord Willem will have some with old Peter when he gets here. Um, but, with uh rob one of my favorites you remember when bryce made all of us wear suspenders i do that remember sunday morning. i remember I that remember. and i had a mop on my head is what i call that hairdo <laughs> i have and that picture i have that picture me and mom and we're all in our suspenders mm-hmm. and i'll never forget because i think you <laughs> and bryce led that morning or saying i can't remember but all of us had yeah. button ups there were four of us right because what was me, the other guy's name that ryan brian yeah but actually, mm-hmm. Addison was in that picture. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there's yeah. five of us. And, wow. And Very neat. Bryce looks like a little baby because this yeah. is before he had his long hair. Mm-hmm. Um, I look, God knows how I look. <laughs> um, but man, <laughs> it was one of my favorite memories because me and Bryce and you, we've always been tight. But mm-hmm. Bryce has always been the one, let's do this. Let's yeah. do this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, He's a go getter. He's a go getter. And so that's one of my favorite memories. And then. Um, one of my softball favorite memories. Do you remember when you hit that guy in the rear end? Do you remember when you hit that ball at third base? Vaguely, vaguely. <laughs> I was telling. Yes, I do. Because he was our player. Yeah. yeah, I do remember that now. Yeah. I was telling Cole about that the other day because Cole's like, "Is Rob playing softball?" I said, "Well, I hope so." He said, "Dude, Rob could get one out every time." I said. I, I need him to, and I, we're hoping he can play. I said, but you'll, he, he's got some power, Cole. I said, you've got to step up your game. He took out one of our own players at <laughs> yeah. third base. I do have power, but it doesn't go far. It just, like, goes right and but, hits the ground. I mean, you got a hold of that one. Yeah, and I didn't nail him. We've had some good bad. memories with yeah. that. but <laughs> He had to have felt that for a while. Me, you, and Josh playing. We need to get Malone mm, out there, but me, you, yeah. and Josh playing softball is some good times. But it's been good. It's been a good season. It's been, it's been nice to – the cool thing about me being able to work here is like everybody's my friend, my brother. Um, I've gotten to be under everybody's leadership in a different kind of capacity. Mm-hmm. I will say out of everyone besides pastor, me and you have definitely been the closest and me being under your leadership and all um, Larry, just because of being here since I was oh, a baby. Yeah. Um, but it's been awesome. And I definitely look forward to more to come. Um, I think there, you know, the Lord's got, I think it's a good season coming. I, Lord willing, we're going to see some good stuff out of the, the, the movement and transition, but also just getting out of COVID. Yeah, I know you were excited to have the choir. The choir has been something amazing to see out of COVID. Yeah, the the church being filled back up, hearing voices mm-hmm. in the congregation. Like Sunday when we were singing, you could hear people yes. singing. It was just yeah. encouraging. They like took over. Like my favorite part in worship is when I'm, when we're singing. And they, the congregation gets so loud, you kind of lose tempo. Yes. I mean, it's like, it's like, okay, play louder because I can't hear where we are. They're taking over. And there's just been a handful of experiences like that. It was almost like that Sunday evening invitation mm. time. People just wanted to sing. And so mm. uh, it's been neat. I remember like when we went into COVID, uh, no one was here for several yeah. weeks. And then they came back and it was like, you had this expectation that, oh, there's a few people coming back. And then they came in with masks and it was like, oh, 
And it yeah. was really almost like I would rather have not been here in a sense because it was just it was so hard. such an eerie type yeah. weird deal. But yeah. yeah, finally, after all this time, there's you know there's a sense of that community of worship coming back, and it, 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 I I'm looking forward to this Sunday. Even I was about past, that. last Sunday yep. was mm-hmm. like okay, if that's anything like this week's going to be right. Um, we pray for God to do great. That's things. exactly what I was about to bring up was Easter. You know, as we approach Easter, so. I will close out. Um, let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the spot with a question that we should we should challenge each other and the staff for this week. Uh, if you had one thing you wanted to encourage the church body for in preparation for Easter, like what would be your best encouragement to believers to prepare for Easter, knowing last year we weren't together, but from a standpoint of being a worship leader and the excitement that we've been experiencing. How would you best encourage the congregation as we approach Easter? Well, I think obviously like any time through life, I mean, as you look back and you celebrate things, mm-hmm. the things you've gone through are what make the, the celebration so so mm-hmm. great, yes. right? Yeah. And so you, like it's been said, and it's this isn't a new idea for me, the more we recognize the, the Holy Week, the what, what Jesus has gone through, the more, as we said Sunday, as we sing, is the more we survey the cross yes. and understand uh, the depth of what Christ, the separation that Christ went through on our behalf, the 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 beatings, all of those things, the the, the outpouring of the hurt um, that He must have been experiencing, uh, even through the disciples of knowing. I, I was even mindful Sunday where Pastor was talking about the triumphal entry of of what must have Jesus been thinking oh, yeah. on the donkey as he looked at people that were screaming, yes, we love you. Mm, and yeah. then knowing that they would be the same one. Yeah. I mean, a what, week later. I mean, can we, yeah. can we comprehend the love that would do such a thing? Right. Mm, yeah. And knowing what he was going to have to go through and even asking for the cup to be taken away, know that it, that it, knowing that it wouldn't be. And, and so the more I think we can grasp and, and we can only even know that even more, the deeper we become in our, walk with the Lord. Right. And so as those get richer and deeper, the more the celebration will be. That's right. And it's like any type of week that we will come in and worship our best because of our relationship with Christ the week before, mm-hmm. not the week after worship is an outflow of what God is doing. That's right. Now, sometimes God can just, he's just so good. Yeah. He can do those things. And, and it's just an awesome type thing to work. We, we really right. meet with God, but usually it's because we've spent the time in relationship that our worship becomes sweet. Mm. That's biblical. Um, praise always precedes those things. And so uh, it's awesome to see what God will do. And so if people, I think will take the time, that's right. You know, count backwards in your Bible from, you know, mm-hmm. Friday and a few days and, and really spend that time with Jesus as he's before the Sanhedrin. Yeah. He's, mm-hmm. he's before Pilate and all of the different things and, and that he went through during that time and, and to really soak it up. Yeah. That's that's exactly what I told the kids as we prepare for Easter. Is you know we we have a whole month dedicated to Advent. Yeah, and and and, and we the Christmas all of December is wrapped around Christmas, mm-hmm. but sometimes we wait till Easter Sunday to prepare for Easter. Yeah, and this is a, a perfect opportunity, knowing what the Lord has brought us through and still bringing us through. As Easter, I saw somebody put you know Easter is a time to reflect on Christ, but also reflect of hope. Right, knowing that there is hope as we approach Easter 2021 to be gathered once again together, there's got to be some time dedicated to preparing because what you said was pivotal. Uh, worship is the outflowing of our heart, and it's the outflowing of understanding Christ, mm-hmm. being in relationship. 
And so that was, I, was, I knew you were going to hit that. I wanted to, that was good though. What pastor said about the triumphal entry yeah. too. I mean, all of that is just really put me in a place to prepare. So that's how we'll close. Um, it's just, you know, as, as staff guys, as brothers of the faith, um, as even worship leaders, both of us, you know, there's something special about worship to both of us. And we would just commend you and encourage you to prepare your heart for Sunday as we have an amazing opportunity this year to gather as the people of God together in worship of what he has accomplished in his son. And so there's nothing greater. That's right. Well, Rob, we appreciate you being here, brother. Thanks We're going to do time. it more. We're going to, we'll have some music conversations here soon. Yeah. We might have to get into the cheesy stuff. Why yeah, not? Let's do it. But until next week, Shabbat Shalom. We hope to see you Easter Sunday, this Sunday, 845 and 1030. We'll talk to you soon.